0: Yes, as long as Emily got hers. And by the way, I mean, basically a veteran after yesterday. Th- yesterday, everybody stopped. This just sounded very natural. A.K. She, I could almost see her last night working till seven, eight o'clock, working on her roar.
1: I think she nailed it the first
0: nailed time. Around. No,
2: no, no work is required.
1: <laughs> um, all right, we got, uh, we got kind of. I'd be honest, a
0: lot going on today. We have – let's put kind of the sports to the side for a quick second here. I might be the last one to have actually seen Oppenheimer. You're not the last. Okay, I'm second to last. I think you're second to last year. I went and finally saw it. Um, I want to spend some time on just my review of it. We have our draft coming up. Uh, what time we do a draft? Noon, right? Noon? Yeah. Draft at noon. Uh, so we'll make sure to uh, do that as well. And then just from a sports perspective, a lot of good angles on the Dodgers, the Angels, the Lakers – um, see how big of a, a, a setback the Cooper Cup injuries for the Rams. So we got a lot that we're going to get into. Um, Three-hour movie. About three? A little bit
1: more?
2: Three and a little change. Three and a little change? Let me get the actual timing.
1: Okay, three and a little change. Well, the musical number's like seven minutes. Yeah, and I... <laughs> I, I stayed for the.
0: Uh, I stayed uh, at the end thinking, hey, are they going to do something? No, there was nothing <laughs> else. Go use the restroom and and leave the damn uh, theater. There, there,
1: there's no Easter eggs in the, got... the
0: closing credits for Oppenheimer too. Nobody got up at the credits, so because nobody got up, I'm like, do they know something that I don't know? <laughs>
2: Post credit scene. I had no <laughs> just idea. Just Albert was going Einstein on. doing E equals MC square.
0: <laughs> it's not even. He finally that. finds his hat. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's him just walking
1: along the water for yeah, another and seven, losing eight his hat minutes. again. I- Interestingly. they... They cut to a Marvel character. I, I couldn't <laughs> believe it, but there's a Marvel Easter yeah. egg at the end of. Oppenheimer. There's actually a secret
0: one-hour addition to the movie. <laughs> if you wait till after the credits, of course, of course. Okay, your thoughts before I even get in the actual movie. Your thoughts on a three-hour movie, and when will you see it? Because you said that you want to see it, you just have a difficult time carving out time. With yeah,
1: your it's difficult between work schedules and kid schedules to find a time where I can see the movie. Like, there's not a movie my wife and I can take our daughter to. Like, I, I don't know if it's appropriate. I know she'll be bored. Yeah. So she'll love it. It's, <laughs> there's
0: so a many. A
2: three-hour biopic epic. <laughs> <Yes>. There's so <laughs> many. You know how they make,
0: like, kids' movies, but they also keep the adults in mind? Mm-hmm. That's what Oppenheimer is doing. Good, good, They kept the kids in mind when they when they created this movie. So it's
1: just difficult for me to find the time block. And if I'm being totally honest, yeah. I can't see this movie at like 10.30. No,
0: no, no, no. I, I, yeah. I, I saw 7, and even 7, I think, was a little like, So strange, if I could find a little. So I'm
1: going on vacation next week. I probably am not going to be able to see this movie until I get back from vacation. Okay, But I really want to see it. I'm really confident it's still going to be in theaters on good nope. screens just That's watch it actually- on your
2: phone you know on an airplane someday you know just with the, with your yeah, airpods is it, is as your it sound? streaming
1: on max by the time i get on this plane <laughs> probably I, I think in a plane two inch screen i think
2: it perfect. actually would be on peacock because he's not with warner brothers anymore. oh, so oh yeah peacock, august
0: yeah. 10th it's on usa <laughs> all right starting august 10th usa and tnt with commercials, with it's
1: commercials. A six hour movie <laughs>
2: It's basically though a movie about the the science Avengers. Like it's like if you ever watch the movie Avengers, it's just like creating okay. this team of scientists.
0: For all those that said, hey, look, it's slow. There really isn't that much action. It's a lot of talking. Everything I don't think else
2: that anyone said, it was slow. It is has a lot of energy, but there's a lot of talking. A lot of talking.
0: I will say this: really, really good movie. I have a short attention span, so no matter what, whether it's two hours or three hours, I'm going to find myself doing Mm -hmm. other things during the movie, but it wasn't... It wasn't a knock on the movie. It wasn't being disrespectful, but sometimes you got to go look at the MLB standings real quick when oh you're in a gosh, movie. Oh,
2: my gosh, Alan. <laughs> sometimes really? you got to go dude.
0: on the Associated Press and just take a quick look if there's Check anything out, else going uh, on. Check out
2: Lakers Daily on Twitter. <laughs> it's, it's
0: a shame they didn't cast Nick Van Exel as one of Oppenheimer's assistants. <laughs> <laughs> I said MLB standings. I didn't say NBA standings. Okay. Sure, sure. Um it's three hours long. Yeah. You never look at your phone for three hours?
2: I looked at my watch to, to see sure the here. time. Okay. To see where I was in the movie. Okay. But no, I, I do not use my phone during movies at okay. all. Okay.
3: Jorge? Eduardo Rodriguez was uh, casted. He said, no, I don't want to go <laughs> to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jorge, three-hour movie, you never look at your phone? No. You never look at I your phone? I never look at my phone. As a matter of fact, even when I'm having dinner with Brenda, we don't look at our phones. Okay. Yeah. All right. If so I'm I, watching
2: a movie at home, I will look at my phone. But I, if I'm in the theater, yeah, not a I'm chance. A, yeah,
3: I paid what. 30 bucks to watch yeah. a movie. I'm not going to be on my phone.
0: Um, I'm not saying be on your phone like you're streaming another movie while that movie is going on. <laughs> Which people not, have
2: done. Alan's on saying... his phone
0: because he's bootlegging the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that. <laughs> Stop shaking your hand.
1: Um, <laughs> Sir, I, I need you to crouch down a little bit.
0: I, I'm, awa- I'm aware of my surroundings. I know that it's not the it's not the movie etiquette to take a look at your phone and everything else. It's impossible that I'm going to sit through a three-hour movie. It's not impossible. It's impossible for me to sit through a three-hour movie and not take some glances at my phone. It's not just—I'm not trying to disrespect the movie, but that's going to happen. Jorge, I'm a little surprised that you are not at all. Emily, I'm not surprised that you left your phone in your car.
2: (laughs) I just think that it's—you know—otherwise, my girl doesn't
0: look. Yeah, my girl doesn't look. Yeah. I'm pretty much like looking at her like, hey, do you want to look at my phone? There's some really interesting <laughs> stuff in going show. on in the internet. <laughs> uh, but the actual movie, badass movie. Really, really good. You're going to enjoy it. I know everybody's, everybody's got their own reviews on it. I'm glad I saw it. There was a little bit of like 6 o'clock rolled around. I'm like, do I want to go sit and watch a three-hour movie tonight? I'm actually really happy that I went and saw it. It's solid movie. Really good movie. Um, and a lot more entertaining and exciting than I thought it was going to be. But whenever you get a chance go see it and I think you're gonna enjoy it yeah so I, I really want to be there what's so
2: that? many words it's words. like the amount of words per minute of it's just it's shocking especially because uh before I saw Oppenheimer I watched Dunkirk uh, just kind of get myself in the Nolan mind space and has no words essentially in Dunkirk it's the mm. exact opposite of that movie
1: yeah I I've actually been looking forward to this, A, because it looks good, B, it's been so well received yeah. by yeah, critics, yeah, by totally. people I know who have seen it. I think D- Nolan has been due for a good movie for a while. I don't think he's made a really good one since Inception.
2: I don't disagree with you. I don't think Dunkirk's a bad movie. I just I don't- I didn't like Dunkirk. That's fine. It's fine. I just think that I uh, I it was definitely a very good movie, so- you want to give a full review? We're going to tease that later on.
0: No, I, I'm, I'm. To be honest, I think just the. <laughs> I think more than anything else, I thought what would be more entertaining was the fact that I was looking at my phone, and I was more curious <laughs> if you guys were looking at your phone on that as well. Um, okay, so we got a little bit of. I think this was yesterday that we got some of the information. Obviously, trade deadline was a couple of days ago, but Eduardo Perez. Who did not? I, th- I thought there was just a little bit more to it that I wanted to spend a little bit of time on. So, um, Dodgers have played two games since the trade deadline, beat the mighty Oakland A's uh, two games in a row. They got one more game with them tonight, and then they're off to San Diego for a four game set, which probably doesn't mean all that much to the Dodgers. It could be it could spell one way or the other for the Padres based on what happens in that series.
1: Yeah, they need the well traveled Rich Hill to come through. They if he, if he's got to start over those four days, They need Rich Hill to be the Rich Hill that he's been for 27 years. They need him to be Dick RA Mountain. Baseball. They need him to be Dick Mountain in that moment.
0: So there was a statement from Eduardo Rodriguez's agent, um, Gene uh, uh, Gene Mato, on the veto Dodgers trade. This is what he said. We did our best to come up with a way to make it happen where everyone was comfortable with the outcome. Unfortunately, we just ran out of time. Uh, there, there was, uh, maybe this one's a little bit harsh, but Ken Rosenthal put in the winners and the losers of the Eduardo Rodriguez. Let's just put it this way. There was no winners at all. I don't know how you're <laughs> going to find really a winner in all this. But basically his point that he made, and I thought this was the most interesting of any of the points out there, that... He said, while it might be harsh to call Rodriguez a loser, he also did not come out ahead. He could have enhanced his appeal as a free agent by pitching for a World Series contender in a large market, but instead potentially diminished his value by declining to leave um, the Tigers for the first place Dodgers. And he just kind of went on. I know yesterday we said a little bit about it, what some of his reasoning was. And why is this a big deal? It's a big deal because... Dodgers need freaking pitching and that was basically the best available pitcher that you had leading up to the end of the trade deadline and I think the more details that I've got on the reason
1: why he didn't go, the more I don't understand why he didn't go. I mean it's it's an unusual decision. There's no no question like the idea of being closer to his family really makes no sense considering he's in Detroit. They are they're either in Detroit with him. Or they're in Florida, it seems like one or the other. But the Florida piece of it doesn't really... There's no real difference if one of them is in Detroit versus L.A. You're nowhere close regardless. Yep. You know, apparently from this report, uh, Rodriguez was thinking about like what would disrupt them more. But I kind of feel like the reality is right now it's summer. So in this sense, it doesn't really matter if you want to have your child... Start the school year, I guess, still in Detroit or still in Florida. Like, the truth is... Two-month rental. That's it. It's well, two months. the truth is Rodriguez may end up on a different team this coming season anyway. He which will, means Because he's his,
0: looking for money, and why would the Tigers pay him when they're not competing?
1: Right, which means his family is going to be disrupted in some way, shape, or form. I guess unless maybe he goes to the Marlins mm-hmm. or the the raise like something like that like it, it feels like one way or the other because of his situation whether you're talking about trade deadline or whether you're talking about upcoming free agency they're they're gonna have to make changes either way um it was also pointed out that he spent uh two months on the restricted list dealing with a marital issue so, so i don't I think
0: know that was last year right
1: so yep. i don't know if maybe there's something about his relationship with his wife, sure. where you know she, yeah. maybe she was uncomfortable with the idea of relocating to the West Coast or something like that, and that's fine. I mean, yeah. th- these are things that go on in a family. It just feels Whole there's thing- a there's a lot of there's a lot of dots that need connecting that feel like they're very far spaced from each other. And I don't think they're going to get connected.
0: I no. think that uh, initially you're going to get probably the most information you're going to get. Once you get the mic in front of these players or these agents or these, it's going to happen right after the deadline. I don't know if all these dots are going to be connected um, moving forward. Um, Eduardo Perez, by the way, also ghosted a few of the his former teammates. I guess Mookie Betts had texted him. J.D. Martinez had uh, texted him. He seems like he's a complicated guy. And he didn't, yeah, he didn't respond back. You've done that to me. Yeah, but I didn't take it personal. I just thought you just didn't want to talk to me. You should have taken it yep. personal. That's why yep. I was doing
1: it. Thank you, man. I appreciate you doing that. I appreciate that, AK. Um, I, I mean, I would not. I would have blocked my no trade clause to Pasadena if it meant being closer to you. <laughs> I love that. That's how you do it. Just to Pasadena. <laughs> What's our?
0: Uh, what did we end up with, Jorge? What was our count yesterday with Taylor Swift? We ended up thirteen. With thirteen. Yes. What did we end up with the day before? Thirteen. 13. See the pattern here? Come on.
2: Mm. <laughs> don't
0: do it again. On. Don't do it again. I don't know. Don't do it again, Emily.
2: Maybe. I went to a fun thing last night, too, and I could talk about the other side. Uh, having it? to do with the artist Taylor Swift.
0: Okay. All right. So one. there's one right going? there.
1: There's one right there. She's manipulating this game. There's no way around it. Emily <laughs> is absolutely manipulating this thing. Um, Walker
0: Bueller is potentially set to come back in September. It's a little more complicated than that. Um, We'll spend a little time. Obviously, we know how desperate the Dodgers are for pitching. Do they push Walker Bueller a little bit more than they would if they weren't in the situation that they were in? We'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa show, 710 ESPN.
2: So, this is Teardrops on My Guitar uh, from Taylor Swift on her self-entitled album, okay. Taylor Swift. says so, up to three. Horrible.
0: Oh, yeah, I need hip-hop the rest of the show. <laughs> I need hip-hop and reggae the rest of the show.
2: But let me just it's... explain a story about this song. Okay. So, the song's called Teardrops on My Guitar, and this came out in 2006. So, my little sister was four years old. My little sister that also is coming to the Eras tour with me, uh, she's arriving today. And um, the song's called Teardrops on My Guitar, and she thought that... So the line is, "He's the reason for the teardrops in my guitar," and she thought that this guy was leaning over Taylor Swift's guitar and crying onto her guitar and her little four four year old head brain, and it's very cute. So that's why I like this song because I think it's a, well, a funny story with my sister.
1: That's what I thought too. Yeah, tell me something I didn't know, Emily. Of
2: course, of course. <laughs> I thought it was the
1: same exact thing. <laughs>
0: um, how are you? How are you feeling about Saturday? This is uh, excited. We're, we're it's sneaking up here. Is it tonight's, starting to get a little bit more?
2: Yeah. So tonight's the first show. So uh, it okay. all starts. So yesterday they opened the merch line I at SoFi go Stadium. To, I
0: think I'm going to go to the Target across the
1: street from SoFi
2: today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could will pick
1: up a couple things. Well, I mean, where? What part of SoFi are you going to be out there selling your bootleg Taylor gear?
2: This merch line.
1: The north side. (laughs) Was
2: five and a half hours long just to purchase merchandise. And like people. Come on. She only allots a certain amount of merchandise per uh venue, not yeah. per date. Yeah. So if you wanted to get merchandise, you want to go early. And I did not wait in this line because one, I already got my merchandise that I wanted online, and two, the merchandise sucks. So I'm like, why are we waiting in <laughs> a five, $5 go hour to, line for this? You go to Slewa's
1: <laughs> cart, you get some bootleg tailor gear, right. you get a bacon wrapped dog. I have, I it's a, all right there. I have a Slewa's dodge little shop. I have a Dodge caravan <laughs> where I open up the back and it's all set up.
0: It's all set up. I thought you had,
1: like, a big coat. I thought you opened up your big coat. Like, on one side, you got the bacon-wrapped dogs. The other side, Taylor shirts.
0: Is this safe to say anybody who's waiting five and a half hours for merch and all this stuff-
2: I don't even support that.
0: Is it safe to say, look, give Taylor Swift all the credit, all that stuff. This is a little extreme here. Like, the- The the, the The heat in August? uh, The Taylor Swift thing- and it's not just Taylor Swift. There's, I'm sure there's people who are extreme when it comes to sports and other stuff. That's that's a little too much there. I don't really know what to do with that information. Somebody that's saying they're waiting five and a half hours for merch.
2: So the merch line, I think the uh, it opened at like 10 a.m. in the morning or something like that. People were lining up at 4.45 in the morning so like, to get these freaking uh, blue crew neck sweatshirts that are available. I'm just like... This is the part of the group of Swifties that I do not understand. How much is a sweatshirt? It's $75 to $80. It's just expensive for a sweatshirt that is poorly made Jeez. and ill-designed. I'm just going to say that out there.
1: <laughs> Those are the people by the way who have time to see Oppenheimer. Like yes. they can absolutely carve out that space to go see that movie. Like yes. I'm je- in a certain way I'm jealous of these people. But what's tell me what the difference is when it's Black Friday and people are
0: going out at I don't know. They're camping out in front of a Walmart. Stores at, are
3: open all night now. But they're it's but different. but
0: even back yeah, in the day, it's like then. you're camping out for for six hours so you can get that forty two inch. Uh,
2: but at least it's a sale. At least it's something for, more useful for than Taylor Swift merchandise. Like, yeah. I don't understand. And people will like go and like resell this, like even the merchandise for like way overpriced. I just I'm like. Y'all do you. I am not going to do that. I already got my merchandise. I'm good to go. Uh, I did go to a Taylor Swift um, event at Truly at the Arts District. And so they had both like a listing party and like you could make friendship bracelets and stuff. So I went with my friend. It was really fun. K-Cal came. That doesn't
1: sound nearly as normal, Emily, as you'd like to think (laughs) that it does. After your big rant against these people waiting in line.
2: No, but it's a fun experience to go and be around other Swifties, talk. I'm not spending... 80 bucks on merchandise doesn't matter. I'm sitting there listening to Taylor Swift with other Taylor Swift fans and buying alcohol and it's a good idea from truly honestly. They they lot. made a lot of money last night. It's a lot.
0: It is the, a lot. The the Taylor Swift world is uh that's that's a very committed world.
2: It's again, it's not unlike Deadheads or parrot heads that go and follow and want to be in this area for a week long time, be around other deadheads or parrot heads and just enjoy that experience of being a committed fan to these people.
0: Where are we all going tonight to listen to? Uh, where are they doing it tonight? Well, um, tonight there's a yeah.
2: uh, pre party at Manhattan Beach, which I'm going to go to. You Take really your
1: sister, right? She's there's. You
0: can't I'm taking my
2: friend more. Christine.
1: Okay, you're I'm doing everything so other than the merch committed. line.
2: Yes, because I'm not going to spend eighty bucks on the the merch line, and already got her merch. I'm I'm not waiting in line in the hot sun. I'm going to go be in the in a fun hotel happy hour with themed drinks and to just have that kind of fun stuff. That is more what I want to do than wait in a five hundred. I'm actually
0: now I'm disappointed that you've done everything but the merch line. I
2: think (laughs) I I already purchased it.
3: The merch line. Yeah, like why would you buy merch if you already have it though?
2: I understand. Okay, guys, the (laughs) difference (laughs) is it's it's like waiting in line for a t shirt for the Raiders or going to a Raiders tailgate. Like, that's a very different That's two different experiences. And so that's why I'd rather go to a tailgate.
0: The five and a half hour thing. Yeah, you're right. There's nothing on that. All right, ESPN LA and Hollywood Park Casino are giving 12 fantasy football commissioners the chance to win a fantasy football season experience, including the ultimate fantasy draft party for their ESPN fantasy football leagues and weekly. Weekly prizes throughout the season. Register now at ESPNLA.com. Scroll for the Hollywood Park Casino logo. Very, very easy. Again, just go to the website. You can register, and we'll see you on Friday, August 18th, at HPC, Hollywood Park Casino, eat, drink, and draft. Um, AK, there was uh, we kind of sat here, and we've talked so much about the Dodgers situation and look at how thin they are in pitching, and you almost, you almost kind of forget – that they're not thin in pitching by any other reason more than, look, Julio has not been the Julio that you are expecting. Gonsolin's been very inconsistent. But at the end of the day, Dustin May, out for the year. Walker Bueller, obviously we know his situation from last season, um, out for the year, potentially. He could come back, and I'm, I'm going to get into this in September. A lot of the issues that the Dodgers have, it's not that they don't have talent. It's a lot of their talent has just been unavailable. Um, article on ESPN, 10 returning players as good as a trade deadline blockbuster. Of course, Mike Trout is on that list for the Angels. One of the players that's being talked about is Walker Bueller. He's in an interesting situation, and and I want to properly kind of explain. He has an expected return date sometime in September. Walker Bueller
1: is... When he's on, well, potential. By the way, potential. potential. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Ex, I think expected is too strong. Um, yes,
0: yes, I think you're right at that. Well, let me- his
2: goal was September 1st, and this is what that was from ESPN said the expected return is sometime in September. But again, that's again very high hopes. We'll,
0: we'll read part of the arc says Bueller is in the late stages of recovery from his second Tommy John surgery. Uh, he's been throwing bullpen sessions in Arizona and can soon progress to facing hitters. Uh, let's see what else here. Uh, last week, Dodgers manager Dave Roberts called getting Bueller back in some capacity before the end of the regular season a viable possibility. Right. But, I'm gonna leave it at that and, and and you're not wrong to say you're basically asking for everything to go perfect
1: right I just want to make sure that fans don't get upset at Bueller or feel like there's some type of setback if on September 1st he's not throwing 100 miles an hour that's sure. all sure
0: well and and I think part of the article talking about how again 10 returning players that's basically as good as a, a trade deadline. You have not got a chance to use Walker Buehler all year, and we know what Walker Buehler is and what he's been for the Dodgers throughout his career. I, I, I find this kind of interesting because I think how cautious you are about, guys, let's not just pretend Walker Bueller's coming back September and he's going to be Walker Buehler. I wonder how much pressure is on... I don't think there is. I mean, for me personally, I I, I get where the Dodgers are. I get how desperate they are for pitching... You're not going to risk Walker Buehler. You're not going to risk bringing him back early from this type of surgery because, hey, we're in September. We could really use another starting pitcher. Wow, we're making our push here. I don't think that there's any pressure on the organization, even though it might sound like, well, you got to bring him back. Hurry Hurry and bring him back. The guy's coming off a Tommy John surgery.
1: He's too important for this team, both in the present and in the future, and also, too, he is – Earliest arbitration eligible in twenty twenty four, free agency twenty twenty five. If he screws this thing up, and then has to spend a large chunk of twenty twenty four recovering from re-aggravating that Tommy John surgery, then all of a sudden he could be costing it's himself a second money. Second Tommy John surgery, right? He could be costing himself money. He could be costing himself the prime of his career, sure, because he rushed himself back in what would be not really reasonable expectations, like a reasonable timeline. There are, it's, it's, you kind of look at the pressure that comes with the
0: Dodgers, the pressure of, we spent a lot of time in this time about Andrew Friedman these last couple of days. Hey, how come you did not, um, how, how come you didn't find a way to just put yourself in a position where pitching was less of an issue? And then you got Bueller potentially coming back in September. I'm sure there's a lot of people, let's put it this way. I wouldn't depend on Walker Bueller if I'm a Dodger fan. I wouldn't be saying to myself Bueller's coming back in September, and it's going to be the Bueller that I'm accustomed to. Um, I wouldn't do that. I don't know how you feel about that, but it just doesn't feel like—it's just too big of a risk to think that this man, after spending basically 12 months off the field, is going to come back and be ready. Well, oh, here's the thing,
1: too. If he's not really ready, he's he has a large chance of re-injuring himself. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, he doesn't help you in this postseason, and he's not available— To help you for a large chunk of next season. Yeah, So it it really does nobody any good to push him back when he's really not ready. Like, I get it. It's the playoffs. You're trying to make a push. The National League feels really wide open. Like, I get all of that. Mm -hmm. But if somebody's not ready, particularly a pitcher with a history of the same injury, you're not doing anybody any favors by pushing him back.
0: All right, the Mets and the Angels had pretty much the same odds to make the playoffs, percentage-wise. This was before the trade deadline. Steve Cohen took a completely different approach than Ari Moreno. And I want to read off a couple quotes because I thought it was interesting how honest he was about the situation, about trading Scherzer, about trading Verlander, and how that kind of compares to the Angels as well. Um, Steve Cohen talking about hope for sustainability. So we'll do that coming up next. Stay right here, Travis and Sliwa Show, 710 ESPN. Uh, we are experiencing a roadway safety crisis and we need your help. Join the Go Safely movement and share your thoughts on what actions are needed to make our roads safer. Um, very, very important mo- message from Go Safely California. They're doing everything they can to try to get opinions and thoughts from residents out here in Southern California to try to find ways to make the road safer. We know how much time we spend on the roads. Uh, if you can please, please, visit GoSafelyCA.org. That's GoSafelyCA.org. And take a brief survey. Only takes a few minutes. Would really, really help. Go Safely, California from the California Office of Traffic Safety. All right. The Travis and Sliwa Show has teamed up with Waba Grill to give away lunch for your office. Listen tomorrow during the Waba Grill lunch hour on 710 for the Q to call, and you could be the Waba Grill Workplace of the Week. That's tomorrow on 710 ESPN. Of course, Wobble Grill is hooking you up. Thanks to Wobble Grill. Wobble Grill, eat smart be healthy, and of course at noon you can catch AK. He does it for 15 minutes, contractually obligated to spin the Wabagrill Boom Boom talk.
1: Nobody told me about this before I signed on for this week for Travis. Yeah, we actually it's
0: kind of funny the way we did it.
3: The back of the sign actually.
0: Yeah, it's the terms and conditions we didn't want you to
3: see, but you signed it anyways. It's like when you go you get a new phone or something. No, it's the fine print. Yeah, Nobody
1: reads the fine print. This is why you should do it.
3: Yeah, when they they, uh, tricked you into getting the Google phone now we get green bubbles <laughs> <laughs> did you guys did you guys see
0: did you guys see uh Giannis's post about green bubbles google pixel uh-uh. okay so i guess the story behind this you know he's the spokesperson but well, no, he now. gets paid for it so yeah Come Wait, on. but you, you know he, he's the spokesperson right. and he explained what happened i guess it was an all-star game or maybe a slam dunk contest or something like that he's out recording on his phone and he had a google pixel phone and people were, oh, my gosh, this guy has a Google Pixel phone. Yeah. And then because of that, Google reached out to him. I don't know if he reached out to him, they reached out, and they put a partnership together. So he's laughing in the comments of Twitter, while well, you guys laughed at my Google Pixel phone, I've been getting paid by Google Pixel for two years. So you're looking to get paid by Google. That's I'm what, just that's saying, what a little doing. live okay. endorsement here. I mean, everybody <laughs> else has iPhone. I asked my girl this yesterday. We were going to the movie. Um... And I asked her. I said, "Can you help me understand why iPhone people are so upset about? Not everybody, but I'd say a good ninety-four and a half percent are up so upset." I'm like, I actually genuinely don't understand why they're so angry that somebody else has an Android or a Pixel phone. Okay. So she explained to me she has a um, she has an iPhone. And by the way, she doesn't care that I have a Google phone. Sure, of course. Um, mm-hmm. She does tell you that she cares. Yeah, sure, no. <laughs> sure. But when she was done explaining why, I still sat there and said, this is the biggest overreaction All right, well, you, well, what'd she of say? anybody. She said that, okay, the light or the, the, the green and the blue, which by the way, is the most ridiculous thing that people actually care about that. The only thing that she said that I, I kind of understand, kinda. the group texts.
2: Yeah, group the text. Group text sounds suck. like
0: it I don't know what it screws up, but it screws up something. So obviously Apple
1: and the iPhone The non Apple people often, <laughs> it seems like, often get their texts late. Yep. Um they're not in sync with everybody else. Like my fantasy football league and the video
3: <laughs> anniversary. Yeah, right. My fantasy football out league. Out you
1: were trying to text your wife yes, saying that you are yes. Yeah. Yep. One of the guys in the league, there's twelve of us, one of them doesn't have um, uh, an iPhone. Yep. He's got some type of Android or whatever. Yeah. There was a text chain with basically the entire league. Mm-hmm. There's now a separate one that doesn't involve him because he was just basically messing up the rhythm of this chat. So I guess here's my question.
0: Of this chain. Whose fault is this? His. His. Is it the Android's fault, or does the iPhone need to get some better it's technology? It's the Android's fault. Android's fault. The iPhone needs to get some better technology and update whatever it's doing. No,
2: yeah. they're doing this on purpose. They don't want people to get iPhones. They're not going to improve. or sorry, They don't want people to get non-iPhones. So they're not going to approve their things because so let me of get the this social right. issues. So let me
0: get this right. Yeah. So iPhone does not want... iPhone can make sure the sure, technology yeah. is all good. Yeah. Chooses not to because they're just monopolizing the yeah. iPhone.
2: Yep, and I love my iPhone. Why would they yeah, create
1: too. reasons for non-iPhone users to stay not using an iPhone? Yeah. Why would they do that? Why
0: wouldn't you just accommodate nope. to what's in the best,
1: so you don't have your issues with why your do you, text messages? Why would you have to accommodate the minority? The majority right. of people are using the iPhone. Yes.
2: Yeah. Well, a, no, a majority of major- America. I, think, the I was going to say, I think it's dog, the majority
0: no. majority of people in the States Android, Samsung, and everything else,
2: I, I think big it's pretty else. damn well, popular. Okay, that's why the then world. everybody also Man. has to get a WhatsApp. And so then they can all chat on the WhatsApp. It's, it's so annoying. But okay, Alan, the biggest issue for me, specifically with you having a <laughs> Google Pixel, yep. is that when you send links in group chats with green bubble people, the like,
3: Links you can't don't see it, show you up.
2: You have to click on it. So you you have to, have click to click, click on, it, on it, it and do extra yep. cuz especially during the show if I want to send you something that's just a tweet. Just okay. what someone says in a tweet to you in the show. You can't. You cannot see the, no. the um yep. it, you can't see the text of the tweet. You only see twitter.com so that it just takes an extra th- level of
0: thing. Wait, wait, wait. But the link goes directly to what you're sending.
1: Yes, but if it's but if it's, it's, okay, but if it's an it's, all iPhone text yes. chain, yeah. you would see immediately yeah. what it is without clicking so on
0: it. So I got the solution. No, you no, don't. Alan. no, Alan. No, Alan. You don't. We all get the
2: Pixel. Nah.
0: Nope. I'm. I'm so never. This is now hey, Let me now expose just you become, real quick. Let me expose you. This real is quick. now just become too stubborn. Hold where on. Now I'll I'm expose not gonna expose you real quick. It. This yeah.
3: man has a Google Pixel phone. Yeah. iMac. iMac. I do have. A and Mac. you have the Apple Watch. And I have the Apple. How <laughs> does that work? All well, together? I had on. all those before. Right. So I didn't buy them after. So then, now that you're with Google, are you mm-hmm. gonna get a Microsoft? Whatever.
2: A Google Watch or a surface. whatever? I, okay, here's a Google Watch. Here's a are you gonna I, don't, switch I don't
0: even know what exists. I don't <laughs> know what exists for that. You know,
2: the, I feel like you just got talked into a Google yes. Pixel when you went to the store, and now you're just trying to justify it. Well, you, you know what the Google Pixel it. people
1: are right now? The Google Pixel people are the equivalent of the music snobs who decide that they hate a band once they join a major label. Like, you know, they hang on to their indie roots. <laughs> they sold out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sell out. Uh, like that's what the good. Google Pixel people are. Like they're they're hanging okay. on to the indie roots of their phone. As somebody They're not
0: who's being a had, joiner. As somebody who's had iPhone for probably I probably had it for ten, twelve years, maybe even more than that. Since the five? What's that? Since the iPhone five without that's I, that was I, my first one. I don't know. I've had four. it I've had it for a long time. It's just funny to me what Getting a different phone has triggered to so many people. I and, it, and
2: it's and it's not It's because our group chat suck now. I cannot send the same <laughs> things to you and to Travis. I had to send individually to both of you.
0: Like for me <laughs> extra I, work. I don't I don't I don't care. Like somebody when I had the iPhone Yeah, you're not
1: the one doing the extra work. No, 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 of course no, no, you no, don't no, care. No no no, no. <laughs> when
0: I had the iPhone, if somebody else had a Pixel or Android, whatever, a Samsung, I literally paid zero attention to it. It's just funny to me that now I'm the one with it. And everybody has a reaction and a comment. I've never been more proud of Google Pixel. And I'm just saying, if we have a live endorsement in the future, I think
2: it would stand out I'm happy for you. And you can be on your own little island over there with your Google Pixel. sounds like
0: I'm 100% on my own little island. Um, Sell out.
3: (laughs) I found the solution, this guy.
0: Um, You know the way I got sold on the phone, too? I went to Apple to go buy the iPhone. I think at the time it was the 14 was just coming out. They didn't have any left. And there's like, okay, hey, it's going to take a second for this. And then my girl tells me, hey, somebody at my office travels all the time, does this, has a Google Pixel. He really likes it. This I almost I basically got sold from my my girl on the Google Pixel. Throwing Lady Slee under the bus. Not For cool. real, Chivato. Huh? <laughs> she's got all iPhone. Not cool. <laughs> I, <laughs> Ooh. She's the one that bought me my Apple Watch. I don't know what she was trying to do.
1: She's the one that got me off of this whole thing.
0: She's
2: trying to sow hate and discontent. That's what yeah. Lady Slee,
1: if you'd like to call in 877
2: <laughs> 710
0: ESPN. Kind <You> of airdrop. <laughs> hey, no, you cannot. Hey, fool! Hey, oh. Did you see? It's coming up next. We'll get into some of that stuff. I mentioned about the Steve Cohen. And the Mets. Looks like Dylan Hernandez from the L.A. Times is going to join us mm-hmm. at 11-15. You mentioned, I mean, he's been very, very critical on the Dodgers. We'd like to get some of his
1: thoughts on Dylan's that. Dylan's often very critical of the moves organizations in yep. sports yep. make. I mean, I've I've worked, I used to cover the Dodgers with Dylan, is yeah. the way Dylan's always been. But he takes strong stances, and he writes well about them. He said some stuff about you, too, that came out of nowhere. That's
0: fine. So whatever. I'm here. <laughs> hey, hearing. food, He did knows you where see, to find me. Coming up next, day right here. Travis and Sleeve show, 710
3: ESPN. What's going on, Jorge? What's up, foos? So, hey, did you see? Time for Hey, Did You See? So, on, on Twitter, I saw this, and uh, we talked about it in the meeting, I guess. Rudy Gobert made a three-pointer for the first time in his career, and he said, quote, tonight, I feel like I lost my virginity. <laughs> when was the last time you did something and you felt really good about yourself? Um, When you won right. host of the year? Okay, <laughs> for, first off, the
0: Rudy Gobert comparing that for hitting a three-pointer. I
2: kind of get it for Gobert. <laughs> you <know, it's> like, <laughs> you got to accomplish something. In, you, today, you
0: know? in, today's NBA, in today's NBA, I mean, hell, we've seen... Dwight Howard step back and take threes, right? To quote like, the
1: great Andrew Bynum. Uh-huh. Rudy Gobert is expanding his game.
0: <laughs> He's expanding his game. The just fact, expanding his game. The fact that Gobert took a three, I'm sure that one felt amazing. Um, I'm trying to think here. There are stupid things. Look, the the Mandy Awards, yes, awesome, amazing, but they are like, but st- not stupid. No, 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 that one not stupid. But I'm saying there's stupid things that happen that you feel really good about. Mm-hmm. Okay, it could be. Sometimes it's like the timing of things. You walk into a restaurant. The place is packed. But the fact that there's only you and her and there's only by the window and by there's the window. only one seat and it's like either at the bar or by the window, like there's stupid things that happen in your life where you're like, this is awesome. It doesn't have to be something amazing and great. It could be a small thing that you just appreciate. That's kind of what I tie it up to.
1: Anytime I fix a Anything around the house oh, because good. I'm so bad at no, that stuff.
0: You would basic. You're basically a licensed contractor compared to me.
1: I don't know, man. We if we had a fix-off, that could be a very entertaining debacle. <laughs> I I'm really bad with most of that stuff. Anytime I successfully fix anything. I feel like I just won the presidency or something. It feels like that big of a feat. I've told this story
0: yeah. a couple of times. One of my uh, close friends is a contractor, general contractor, literally builds homes, builds homes from ground up. And when him and I walk into Home Depot together, let's say I'm, he's running air and I'm with him, we walk into Home Depot, and he's on the contractor side, right? So the entrance is different. You pay different. Everything is different. And they go, hey, Ryan, how you doing? Hey, Ryan, how you doing? I walk in there, and I'm like, uh, do I get Twizzlers? Do I get <laughs>
1: <laughs> do I get a Mountain Dew? Like, what am I getting from here? Because I don't know what else I would buy from here. I'm so bad at that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> when, I, when I was at USC, I was a theater major. And one of the classes we had to take um, was stagecraft. Which is like you know building sets, setting up lights, that that sort of thing, and my professor, the late great John Blankenship, who had been teaching theater and specifically like USC for like forty years, fifty years, something, he'd been there forever. Mm -hmm. He told me straight up, "You are the worst stagecraft student I have ever had." Ever, <laughs> and then he said, uh, "Go have a good weekend." Yeah. He said, <laughs> was "I like was like on the- a
0: Friday afternoon. Enjoy your weekend." See he you said, "I man. was the
1: worst he ever had." He's like, "It's not even that you're not trying. I can tell you're trying. That makes it even worse." Oof. Emily, something stand out for you
0: that
2: uh, feels amazing? Similar to what you guys do, but when I can change my tire successfully, mm-hmm. when I can teach others how to change their tires successfully, when I can do something with my car that I don't have to go and pay uh, yeah. a mechanic to do, I think I uh, feel very accomplished when I do that. You ever
0: at a grocery store and the line is awful, and then all of a sudden one person comes to the you know another cashier comes Oh so I'll, you cut
3: the l- line? I'll take no
0: they point I'll take at you is next they and point are the at next you. person yep. yes. and i'm like yes i won
3: I wanted to see that i wanted that i that's exactly what i think It's a good Ooh. feeling. Yeah, when you go
0: like this i'm like It's a yes. good feeling. All right Maybe so I hey, cut in line. Yeah. what is this accusing me I'm of I'm just
2: saying some people sometimes well they won't be the next person in line but the when the next thing opens they cut and get ahead of the people so there, i think that's a little bit of a cut in line.
0: There is a little bit of like the there's no rules, but there should be rules. The person behind me should not be going in that line. I should be the next one.
3: What else you got, Jorge? All right. So, hey, did you see that Austin Reeves, who selected to Team USA, yep. went with number 15 for his jersey? You don't really see this because, you know, Jordan went 23, and then in Team USA, he was nine. I don't really see a lot of USA jerseys, but that's, that's just me. I'm not a really basketball. You guys are basketball people. How many jerseys do you guys own in general? So I am not a we've had this conversation before. I'm not a big
0: jersey guy. I have a Kobe jersey. I have a magic. Hey,
2: jersey. I'm walking in. Jersey guy.
0: <laughs> I have some a, I have a Kobe and a Magic. Those are the only two jerseys that I own, and basketball is really kind of the only jerseys that I see rocked. Right? Like you don't really see too yeah. many NFL jerseys, well, baseball obviously. jerseys, baseball jerseys. But, yeah. but even baseball, you see, it's so much more common to see a basketball jersey. At than I think our it is workplace. To see.
2: People wear baseball jerseys all the Brian time. Brian
3: rocks jerseys. Brian, Brian does. Funches
2: yeah. wears yeah. his sometimes.
3: But my thing with this Team USA ones, those are kind of rare. You don't really see somebody rocking a Team USA jersey unless you're at a basketball game, right? Yeah. 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 They're they're definitely more rare.
1: I, I mean, I don't wear the ones I have just because they were swag. Like I, I got them for free. Oh yeah, I, there's those. I look ridiculous if I ever do wear them. They're, just, I just don't pull it off. But I have a Kobe and I have a Shaq. You should
0: wear, you should wear the um, kind of the bigger jerseys. Like you have your Bynum one, right? You yes. mentioned Bynum a couple <laughs> times here. You I have love the Bynum, Bynum. And then also the hats where they look like only 18- or 19-year-olds should be wearing them, you should start wearing those two where the bill is up a, yep. up, the a bit, up a little bit. Bill is up a bit, not bent
1: slightly. You should start wearing those. Start tomorrow. <laughs>
3: keep the sticker on them. Keep, keep the sticker the, on Oh, the yeah. Sticker on
1: Another look I can totally pull off.
2: Uh, DeAndre knows what, that, what that's about. Look <laughs> <laughs>
3: at him go. yeah. <laughs> I
1: can't do it. But I do have a Kobe, and I have a Shaq. Yeah.
2: Oh. Um, I have I have a Kershaw and I have a LeBron jersey, but they were both given to me uh, from friends. So I haven't bought a jersey.
0: How about uh, how about Steelers? How about anything there?
2: I used to have. I used to have when I was a kid. I mm-hmm. had a Roethlisberger rookie jersey when uh, it was his rookie year when I was ten years old or whatever. And then I had a Paul Muller jersey.
3: Do you remember the first jersey you ever got?
2: Ben Roethlisberger.
3: I got a Jerry Rice Forty Nine ers eighty. Oh, red, man.
2: Yeah, I think football I think jerseys are less first worn for me.
3: Probably was Shaq. Probably like ninety
1: eight or something like that. Yeah. I actually think the Kobe Shaq ones I have are the only ones I've ever
3: owned. Mm-hmm. So, Kobe or Shaq. <laughs> All right. The last one. So, this is kind of personal. So, I was talking to Emily this week, and it's one of those where, like, I went to a Dodger game, and for those of you who don't know, Brenda's pregnant, and there was a guy in front of us. There was a guy, there, there was a, there, thank you. There's a guy in front of us vaping. <laughs> okay. So, the smoke, you know, the vape is coming behind us. Yep. I stood up tapped him in the shoulder. I said, hey, look, my man, I understand you're enjoying your vape, the whole nine, uh, but do you mind, you know, sure. going somewhere else or, because, you know, my wife is pregnant and mm-hmm. and he, he got up, he was red, he got red, he was shy, him and his girl got up and moved. Was that an a-hole, should I, should I, how to approach them, or did I do the right thing, or do I look like an a-hole? I would have asked him if I could have some of the vape. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Some creme <crumbly> I mean, brulee? <laughs> my wife vape. is pregnant,
1: she's not feeling well right now, could she have a hit? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, right. No, hey, could I, I'm, she's stressed, I'm stressed, could I have some of your vape? Um, No, I think, I think there's, a lot of it is like how you approach. First right? of all,
3: you're not supposed to be smoking in the first place. Yeah. So, yeah. a lot of it is how is you-
1: Dodger Stadium smoke-free, vape-free, all of that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Except joints. Joints are
3: okay. I mean, it's legal. Joints, Fatties. Are- specific. They have yeah. to be considered if fatties. If it's, a,
0: if it's a blunt, you're fine. If it's a joint, you might get it's a like something out of Pineapple Express, you
1: know, those like three-prong joints. That's, those are the only things you can smoke. Bongs are allowed
3: <laughs> inside <laughs> yeah. the Dodger yeah. Stadium. There's a hookah lounge in
1: there. <laughs> um, you, you bring your, you know, Pringles can <laughs> repurposed as a bong totally cool
0: i think (laughs) i think there's a lot of his approach the way you approached it is the right way to approach it where you tell somebody you're asking them nicely obviously in that circumstance as well um that's kind of a no-brainer and it's the right thing for you to do for your wife i think that's the right approach sometimes people are I, i think with anything it's if the approach is you're kind of too aggressive or something like that, but I think that's the right approach.
1: I mean, if you're not allowed to be doing it, then you're not allowed to be doing it. And then there's an actual reason that you're saying, can you please stop doing this on top of it?
0: Like But he didn't go tell a security guard. He's right. just kinda like, All right, I'm gonna well, just tell I, you.
1: I wasn't up. sure in the beginning if you were allowed to vape or not, like vape anything, like tobacco, weed, whatever. Like I I didn't know if that was allowable. Once it's not allowable, you're not in the wrong Saying don't do it regardless of the reason. You just happen mm-hmm. to have a really good one. But if, if like the smoke is bothering you and you're somewhere where it's supposed to be smoke free, yeah, I think you're totally well, within your rights. Here's a good question.
0: So you vape in here, right? Yeah, I'm vaping right now. I haven't said, <laughs> I've never said that it
1: bothers me. But if I said, Hey, can you put the vape away? 100% within your rights. Okay. okay. I'm not going to, but it, it's your right to ask. <laughs> well, people vape. The,
0: the The random places you see people vaping. Where I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you should not be vaping in here. Not exactly the best look. <laughs> not exactly the best look. But I think that's the right approach. Cool. All right. Well, that's it. All right. Um, I mentioned the Steve Cohen on hope for sustainability. I want to compare the Mets to the Angels. And the comparison is both franchises kind of had the same similar odds of making the playoffs or not. But at the same time, there's a big difference. One franchise has Shohei Ohtani. The other one does not. I want to talk about that coming up next. Plus, uh, I think we mentioned this, Dylan Hernandez is going to join us at eleven fifteen. 15 talk a little bit more Dodgers baseball. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa show, 710 ESPN.